Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. U.S. intelligence officials believe that Fung had a sexual relationship with Eric Falwell, Swalwell. We asked Swalwell's office about that directly today. His staff replied by saying they couldn't comment on whether or not Swalwell had a sexual relationship with Fung because that information might be, quote, classified. So this is the Chinese spy that it was targeting up-and-coming politicians who have admitted to having sex with her. Right. Several did, yeah. And uh, Tucker said that last night about Eric Swalwell, who you remember from the whole Russia investigation BS. Um, and, and running for president for a cup of coffee. All right. No, he didn't. The Federalist. Went over like a Led Zeppelin. <laughs> the Federalist has this headline, Swalwell refuses to disclose whether he had a sexual relationship with a sus- suspect Chinese spy. And also using the excuse of, well, there are, you know, uh, there's national security at stake. There's not national security at stake. On you saying just outright, no, I didn't have a relation, to, a physical relationship with this person. Right. It was only business. There's only one reason you stonewall in that question. You did. And you're yeah. a lawyer and you don't want to get caught in some sort of perjury thing. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the 340 million people in this country didn't have sex with that woman. Are you with us or are not? Are you in that group or aren't you, Eric? That's not a national. Se- I'm not. There you go. Did that threaten national security? I didn't. Yeah, so, uh, and Tucker Carlson did a pretty good job last night of uh, outlining all the times that uh, Swalwell 
really echoed the Chinese government line on various issues to the point that it was pretty disturbing. Now, I don't know that the guy was compromised, but it sure stinks. I mean, the FBI was so concerned, they gave him one of those defensive briefings. Hey, you know your buddy, Christine Fong? She's a Chinese spy, so quit hanging out with her. Because she would insinuate herself into uh, campaigns and politicians' lives any way she could. She would raise money for them. She would be a bundler. She would volunteer at their uh, events. She would sleep with them, whatever it took. Well, Just to collect as much data as she could. And as Tucker pointed out, she got uh, an intern into his office, too, that you'd have to assume is also a spy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm a Chinese spy and I'm recommending an intern, it's not because I think they're a nice person <laughs> and they're going to have a good career. It's because they're, they're a freaking spy. They're punctual. Yeah. So she planted a spy in Swalwell's office as well. And now he's, he's soft on China. That's that's interesting. I would assume Swalwell is a good patriotic American. Uh, I'll just assume that. Go ahead. But if, if you had, um, you know, the, the haughty Chinese spy hits on you uh, in, a, in, a, in a moment of weakness, you go there and then it becomes clear that she would let the world know your constituents and your family know that that had happened if you mm-hmm. don't soft pedal this Chinese talk. That's, right. a, that's a tough position to be in. Yeah, as I said earlier, you don't have to, like, sneak into, uh, I don't know, Fort Hood and take pictures of our newest armaments. You just have to, when you're on the uh, Congress floor, just uh, mention uh, that China's not a rival. They're our friends, and uh, trade relations are super important. That's all we need out of here, Eric, and we'll keep our mouths shut. We might have a different ask next week, but for now, that's fine. Vote. Yeah, and he's on their chain, man. How many votes are there? Allegedly. In, how many votes are there in various committees that you never hear about because they, you know, they're just in the committee, and you know, so you're a no vote on something that you otherwise would have been a yes. No, nobody's even going to notice. Right, and listen, he's a fairly intelligent guy. I'm sure he can come up with, well, I well, I understand your concern. I'm going to vote nay based on the uh, entanglements or blah, blah, blah. And he'd never be found out. Uh, uh, let's hear a clip. I just, I just remembered. I knew there was some funny Swalwell thing. And I thought, what is it? Am I thinking of somebody else? No, no, no. Swalwell is the guy that tooted when he was talking that one time. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Past gas? Yeah, we've got audio of he's talking, and then there's just a pause and a toot. And then he goes on. <laughs> oh, my and God. that was a story for like a for a day. We're discussing national intelligence and security here, and you're, well, we, you're talking about flatulence? We aired it like 10 times. Can what? I don't recall that. That, that doesn't make it right. I don't remember that at all. It's a moment of weakness. Well, 10 moments of weakness. Uh, <laughs> all right, give me clip number 63, Sean. And yet, here's the amazing thing. As of tonight, with this, all this information public, Eric Swalwell, who has used his office to promote Beijing's talking points, almost word for word, ones that matter, by the way, a man who admits to a close personal relationship with an actual Chinese spy who helped him get elected to Congress, raised money for him, and put an intern, probably another spy, in his office, that man continues to serve on the House Intelligence Committee where he has unrestricted access to classified information. How is this happening? Yeah, so this gal uh, got with several American political figures, including at least two that were recorded by FBI electronic surveillance. You might remember Eric Swalwell from this. Five people have testified this week who were on the phone listening to the president talk about this swap of dirt for U.S. military aid. Chris, so far, the evidence 
is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans. So we never nailed down whether that was the elderly Chris Matthews or the young Swallow. <laughs> Who has a history of being a, a, a sneaker of, of, of cheeks oh boy, oh in, in past broadcasts. Oh I remember this investigation we did. Alan, <laughs> this is when Joe lost control of the show. Go on, you two children. You child. You child? <laughs> so why why would... So Swalwell says he hasn't seen this woman in six years, which certainly could be true. So they knew each other for like two and a half years. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. Gorgeous uh, Chinese student at Bay Area University who just happens to want desperately to be part of his campaign and, and they're tra- help out any way she can. They traveled together, went to a gazillion functions together. I mean, and so it's known, one hundred percent known, that she she you know she pushes this direction. I think the odds are that it happened. Um, that'd be my guess. <laughs> Former acting director of national intelligence, Richard Grinnell, tweeted, Eric Swalwell is a total hypocrite and should resign in disgrace. So what is Tucker's argument that if he hasn't seen, if Swalwell hasn't seen this woman in six years, that he shouldn't be on these committees where he gets top secret information? I guess she still has something on him. I guess that would be it. He's compromised. She could get a hold of him and say, hey, look, um... You better uh, make this statement to the press about China or vote no on this measure in the committee or whatever, or your wife's going to find out. Yep. Don't forget, we have pictures and videos, Eric. If you confess an affair, you might get away with it. Or I guess... If if we show her the video, no. I guess the access to top-secret information would probably be more likely is if you could just... All you got to do, PDF, one click of a button. Yeah. And you've sent it over here, nobody will ever know. I don't well, tell your wife. Well, and as a guy on the Intelligence Committee, he does get classified stuff. Sure. sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think he probably ought to resign in disgrace. <laughs> Perhaps turn himself into Supermax, federal prison. Get God put in a little dang. cell. One hour of sunlight. You would, have, you would have so many different emotions going on if this happens. One, you've got the problem of your marriage and, you know, he could either be the kind of guy that cheats on his wife all the time or this was, you know, a one-time... Um, you know, made a mistake because she was coming on real strong and she caught him at a point after a long business weekend and a couple of drinks or whatever. You don't know. Or um, he's also got the, you know, he thought he kind of had a little uh, something going with this girl and kind of feeling pretty good about himself. And then he finds out, oh, man, that was all phony. Right. Be a little devastating to your, uh, your, your, your ego and everything also. That'd yeah. play a role in it. Yeah, uh, although I'm more concerned about the the present and this guy Swalwell is such a little weasel too. Uh, we played you the the tape earlier of uh, all the times he's just stated, "Yes, the president is a Russian agent. We have seen secret evidence that he is doing Putin's bidding. Yes, I believe the president is run by the Russians." He just repeated it over and over again. He had nothing. He never had anything. Now, why? Now, granted, plenty of Democrats hated Trump for a variety of reasons, starting with the fact that he had an R next to his name. But isn't it interesting that Eric Swalwell, who's on the Intelligence Committee, was out front and center trying to undermine Trump as Trump was trying to oppose the Chinese? Mm, I hadn't connected those dots. I mean, it might be coincident, uh, coincidental, but... uh... 
It's it's uncomfortable enough that he should probably be put in in uh, irons, leg shackles. So nobody knows where Fong Fong is now, right? Uh, she's in China. But it's not actually known. That's your assumption, and I'm sure you're right. But yeah, that's what, I think that's what the FBI said. She okay. returned to China unexpectedly because she realized the FBI was on to her. Swalwell probably told her. Similar to that spy, allegedly. That, similar to that spy that was at UC Davis in California. You know, they they caught on to her, and she headed for the airport, and they nabbed her there. Yeah, Fong Fong just got out of the country before they nabbed her. Yeah, with uh, some the sweet musk of uh, Eric Falwell on her neck. Grr. I wonder how those Chinese. Uh, Red Sparrow camps. Uh, I bet they do some pretty good training. I, I mean, get, I'm sure she wasn't like an inept, awkward, and semi-unwilling lover, if well, you know what I yeah, mean. You wouldn't pick somebody that's not going to be good at this to take on that job, I would assume. I don't right. know how you decide who's good at it, but... She probably does like uh, two handsprings and a, and a somersault across the room and then just lands right on you. Just just really highly skilled what? stuff. Just a, what? Look, if I'm you the Chinese we communist, were, you thought Sean and I were lowbrow with the flatulence. Well, I'm talking about uh, the, the methods of Chinese intelligence agents that include uh, gymnastics, in my imagination, <laughs> and in a variety of difficult to assume uh, uh, postures. You were a child. Go do something else. Do <laughs> you think this story has any legs, um, or does it just disappear? Like interesting question. In terms of what, like he faces consequences for this or something, or a building pressure for him to answer the whole "I'm I'm not going to tell you whether or not I had a relation." I'm not going to even deny it. That seems weird to me. I think he could have ended this yesterday if he just said, "No, no, I had I didn't know relationship with her, purely business." I think you're right. It would have ended yesterday. That the 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 refusing to answer that question seems weird. That could affect uh, classified uh, material, so I, I can't really comment on that. Yeah, I know what I'll that means. I bet that doesn't Eric. work for your wife. Yeah. It's classified, honey. Whether you had sex with a young Chinese hottie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, there are some things I can't talk about at home. Who we now know was going around the country having sex with other up-and-coming politicians. And she was on your campaign. You spent a bunch of time with her. So, yes Alone. or no? Lots. Classified, honey. Sorry. I wish I could tell you. National security. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting the needs of America first. Okay. For once. All right. All right. Something tells me. I, here's All right. Here's the outline of the thing. This guy's a young, dope, rising politician. She compromises him. She, uh, she has him going. And the FBI comes and says, hey, dumbass, you're getting worked by a Chinese spy. Maybe you want to c- cut that out. But he hadn't broken any laws. Right. He wasn't giving her any classified information sure. or anything like sure. that. So the FBI doesn't announce that sort of thing, nor should they. I get it. But now that it's come out, now that Axios spent a year uh, chasing this thing down, he's uh, having an uncomfortable uh, conversation with the old lady. <laughs> All right. Classified, honey. <laughs> okay. You well. know how it is. Night-night now. <laughs> oh, boy. Our, t- our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know what it is? No. You do not know what it is? I... It's COVID-19! It's a virus cake! Are you serious? 
I want to die. How old was her son? That's a mom all excited about giving her son a coronavirus-themed cake. He looked like he's about nine or so. Yeah, you couldn't do Mandalorian. Oh, mom, mom, God, she's so. It's a, it's a virus cake. (laughs) That's that's gross. Good morning, America. Hillsong Church scandal, which we talked about yesterday. Report that ousted pastor is now seeking treatment. Okay. What is Go that? to rehab. What is that trend that started? The the rehab for, you know, I did something awful and I'm a drug addict or a boozer. Okay, I get that one. But the, the whole I cheat on my wife and now I go to rehab thing. Mm-hmm. All right. You yeah. can't be mean to me. I'm addressing the issue. Exactly. Or you can't ask me any questions because I'm in a rehab. I was reading a little more about that church. The whole mega church star pastor thing really bothers me. But uh, I, I, it might have been David French. Somebody was writing about how if a celebrity showed up to worship, they would usher him into the first couple of rows, the celebrity VIP rows. And if the celebrity said, you know, I'm just here to worship the Lord. I don't want any attention. I just I want to sit here. They say, no, 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 no. You come up. And they would insist on dragging them up into the high profile first couple of rows, which just is so gross. Hmm. It's, it's interesting. not very Jesus-y. No. No. Peter had to sit in the back if he came in late, whether it was Peter or not. You don't right? get moved to the front pew just because you're Peter. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, uh, good Sunday to you. Hey, everybody. No. So gross. <laughs> um, top apps in the world. This is, huh. on, this is only interesting really because for the first time in forever, Facebook got knocked from the top spot of downloaded apps worldwide. Interesting. Across iPhones and Android phones. And it is, they're spying on you. They're China. It's TikTok. Mm. TikTok actually beat out Facebook as the top app in the world. That's something. TikTok's fun. Tell you what. Funny, funny videos. WhatsApp, which I also believe is a Chinese spying mechanism, isn't it? Uh, WhatsApp, I believe, that's that's another messaging thing. I don't know if it's actually a Chinese company or not. I take it back if I'm wrong. Uh, Zoom, just because we all had to put that on our uh, on our phones, we had no choice. We wanted to continue to work. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Google Meet, which is a school thing for a lot of people. Snapchat. That's a Facebook property, isn't it? Uh, Instagram, is Instagram, Instagram is, yeah. is, yeah. Okay, right. Too many apps. And then uh, other ones I don't know. But the fact that TikTok, even with all the information that's out there and has been for a long time about how don't download this, man, it's it's it, 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 tracking every keystroke, taking every password you have. Don't put that on your phone. Easily number one worldwide. There you yeah. Go. Interesting. Well, uh, people don't care. They really don't. About Chinese influence. Total change of topic. A couple of stories from the world of Carlos Sports. I was amused and or uh, uh, surprised by the Pac-12, that would be your Pacific 12, is on the verge of a strange playoffs. The Colorado Buffaloes are undefeated. And if they beat Utah on Friday, they would finish the season with an undefeated conference record, but still not be in the playoffs because they had two games canceled because of COVID. And the USC Trojans only had one game canceled, so they would have won more games than the undefeated uh, Colorado Why? because of the COVID. And you had no control over that, obviously. Right. And meanwhile, there could be a two-loss team in the North Division getting into the playoffs, and the poor undefeated Buffaloes would sit at home because of the vid. Too bad.
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A new study found that taking a walk when it's dark out is good for you. Yeah. The study was sponsored by murderers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) On reevaluation. for brevity. (laughs) On reevaluation, I've decided I like that joke. That is is funny. Pretty funny. (laughs) I like the bellowing. Oh, hey, how about this? Breaking news, breaking news. Don't bother with the donkey. Following outcry from parents and legislators, Cal Unicornia has reversed course on closing playgrounds to contain a surge in coronavirus cases. Okay. Following an outcry by the Armstrong and Getty Show in every major city in the West, in which they stated the obvious that little kids outdoors are going to be fine, According to the updated state guidance, playgrounds may remain open to facilitate physically distanced personal health and wellness through outdoor exercise, blah, 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 an about-face from the previously announced rules. 
Unbelievable. They mentioned in the uh, La Times the closure of playgrounds sparked particular backlash, probably because it was particularly stupid, with parents expressing outrage and confusion about why their children's play areas would be off limits while places like malls <laughs> remain open. Well, it's because it's stupid and arbitrary, moms and dads. In a letter to Newsom last week, some California lawmakers also noted that lower-income areas would be hit hardest by the rule because many residents don't have backyards and other open spaces to take their kids. And if if these these technocrats, there's a set of beliefs on the left that you can plan a society and build a utopia if you put experts in charge and give them the authority to dictate what everyone must do. That's the way to build a great society. But apparently there's no room among the technocrats for just somebody with common sense, somebody, anybody, to say, you know, the the little kids aren't getting sick and they're outdoors anyway. And uh, how about poor kids? I mean, where are they supposed to play? In their in their uh, uh, gymnastics classes that they don't have, there's nobody. Apparently, there's nobody on the scene uh, in the halls of government to speak just reasonable, obvious truths. What an embarrassment! Well, at least they're doing the right thing now. So yeah, so you. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. One more note: counties are allowed to adopt regulations that are more restrictive in L.A. County, for instance closed outdoor public playgrounds prior to the state's order because the ninny in charge of L.A. is even ninnier than the state ninnies. God, that's just unbelievable. It's freaking unbelievable. This, 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 as, a, as a small government, small L liberal about, you know, the power of uh, the people in charge, you just need to recognize human nature. They, they, for some reason, and I think their motives might be good, they feel like they need to fix something, and they're the chosen ones to do it. But sometimes just saying, no, there's not much we can do is fine. Well, historians and journalists who tend to be lefties, they consider that weakness. Leaving people to their own devices? You're, everyone's on their own in your world. That's bad governance. There's also the security theater thing that we've lived with ever since 9-11, the well, they're doing something, so I feel safe. I guess they, they think... They care about me. They care about me. They think that's working here. The playgrounds are closed, so they're they're doing something to stem the tide. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. we'd all run around screaming, flapping our hands, because our leaders aren't doing anything, but... And spitting COVID into each other's mouths. Anybody who actually doesn't play on a playground because they're scared of their city, uh, grow go, a pair. Go play. Go play on the pra- playground. Freaking Go under crazy. the tape. You know, they, they got locks on some fences around playgrounds and yep. rougher areas. And yeah. so I don't know if you want to go so far as to cut the locks off, because that's probably a misdemeanor. Ah, but... whatever. You know, I, I've, I've said this before, that I wish I had spent a night in jail just for the experience. But I'm but I'm glad that I haven't, you know, committed a crime and, and ended up in jail. Mm-hmm. But I always admired, like Marshall went to jail a couple of times on things that were relatively righteous, fighting a dumb parking ticket thing thing that he had also um uh reporting in places where he wasn't supposed to be reporting i'd yeah, go to jail some for illegal this. sewage dumping i would yeah. go to jail for this i would spend the night in jail with this and feel like i haven't done anything wrong to the world no in fact you've done something right having my kids play in the playground yeah. the state says it's okay now but the county says it's not f you right right well as uh H.L. Mencken said there comes a time in everyone's uh, every man's life when he needs to spin on his hands 
uh, put on the bandana and, and sharpen his blade. I can't remember precisely what he said, and he didn't mean it literally. But there comes a time when you have to say, no, you are not exercising your authority uh, lawfully or reasonably, and I'm going to resist, resist it. Hey, I just saw this headline. I don't know what it means. Longtime listeners are well aware I don't know what it means. But Bitcoin just hit almost $20,000 per Bitcoin. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Very man, valuable. If, if you got in on that early when they were practically nothing, that's that's some serious movement. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any idea how you buy them, how you sell them. I don't understand what mining is. Nobody does. Nobody does. So uh, we're, well, I, yeah, I don't, it, it, yeah, okay. I wish I'd bought some. That's all I know. Yep. Um, so I was talking earlier about how the Pac-12 football conference, teams that got co- games canceled by COVID are going to, like, miss out on the playoffs uh, to teams that have, you know, more losses or whatever. But because COVID cancellations, I guess they don't count as a loss exactly, but they count as a non-win. And so there are teams getting laid, left out. Uh, one more quick college sports story that amused the heck out of me. The New York Times actually reported on this. You know, college sports is famously uh, full of hypocrisy and half-truths and smoke and mirrors and calling these guys student-athletes, which is hilarious because mm. they don't go to class. Somebody else writes their papers for them. They have no interest in a college education. Some of some of the athletes are quite bright indeed, and they benefit, but some of them don't have two brain cells to rub together. They're just really, really good at sports, which doesn't make them bad person, bad people. Um, and I'm not belittling them. Um, but how about this? You know how players famously can't make any money? Right. You can't hire an agent. You can't uh, sell your uh, your name on a jersey. You can't have a job. Right. You you can't work down at the local uh, you know gas station uh, squirting the stuff on the windows and squeegeeing them. Well, uh, New York Times is reporting because cheerleading is not governed by the NCAA. A bunch of sex pot cheerleaders are getting semi-rich as uh, brands, as like Instagram influencers. Wow, they, you they stand fe- out enough amongst the other cheerleaders to make any money off of it. I don't know how that even works. But. Well, if you hustle it right, mm. you know, and you show just a little booby, and you you have <laughs> you know you put out lots of content and stuff like that, they feature this uh, Jamie Andrews, who is a member of the University of Oklahoma cheerleading team. She cheered at two Big Twelve championship games: the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the 2016 Final Four. Hooray for her! So she got a lot of airtime. You're, you're not thinking about this right. You're not thinking branding. So she got lots of time on the TV, shaking her pom poms. You can got great well- cheese on those abs, Jesus. And uh, Right. Yeah, exactly. And so while the star football and basketball players in those games, including future Heisman Trophy winning uh, Baker Mayfield, NBA guard Buddy Buckets healed, were forbidden to make any money from their athletic fame, she was raking in thousands of dollars through sponsorship deals with Crocs, L'Oreal, American. Yeah, I know. Good start. Of course, you know, she's a super hot chick, so Crocs look great on her. I'm sure they do. But Crocs, L'Oreal, American Eagle, and Loki, whatever that is, Loki. Um, she posted on Instagram recently, coming to OU for college was a big milestone for me, but it has given me so many amazing opportunities, like being able to cheer for the Sooners. This month, I support blah, 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 and the Alzheimer's Association. And she's posing in her cheer uniform, holding up her left wrist to display two of these uh, bracelets from this company and then rubbing some sort of cream on her that you're supposed to then buy. (laughs) It's something. Yeah. 
You know, that, that that whole thing has been a crock for so long. It's amazing they haven't fixed it. But the whole college thing is falling apart, so that'll probably go down with it. In 2011, they busted a bunch of Ohio State football players for selling some memorabilia for a bowl, from a bowl game they played in uh, to the owner of a tattoo parlor, who is a big Buckeyes fan. They sold, like, their socks or whatever to this guy for 20 bucks, and they got busted, resulting wow. in the resignation of the team's coach, a skip postseason, and the loss of nine scholarships for the program. No kidding. The actual players. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of the Buckeyes, Ohio State, Michigan, not going to play for the first time in 125 years or something like that because of COVID. They aren't going to play this year. The game. They yeah. just call it the game. Mm. Not happening. Dang oh, it. I went one year. It was a good time. Yeah, I saw it in Columbus. I've never been to the big house in uh, in Michigan. In Ann Arbor. It's 120,000 people, right? Yeah, it's like 100,000 in Columbus. So it's, it's a big crowd. Man. And freezing blank and cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun, though. The town yeah. is pretty fun after the game, I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I miss the Midwest. That whole, the winter is bleak. So when you do get together and have fun, it's just extra fun. Yep. It's, I don't know, maybe it's just desperation or something, but yeah. Well, that's too bad. Freaking vid. Thanks, China. So I think, we, I think we're, we're heading out of it. The light at the end of the tunnel, et cetera, right? Uh, well, it's going to be a while, as we just found out. If, if Sean and people like him and me and you are uh, are in that category where we're behind almost everybody to get our shots, it's going to be summertime before we get our dang shots. Can I claim to have one lung or something? The This is a headline I came across. The French armed forces now have permission to develop augmented soldiers following a report from a military ethics committee. Uh, do tell. So we heard last week that China is working on bio... A genetically engineered soldiers. Genetically engineered soldiers that can resist various things. Um, Bigger, stronger, faster. But French is going... France... The French is the language and the culture, not the, you know. Correct. France <laughs> is going to develop augmented soldiers, whatever that means. What does that mean? Extra eye in the back of your head. I don't know. But uh, we're heading into weird times, though, if if if, if even your Western countries are going to start uh, changing around the genetics of humans to um, get better soldiers. Where's the line? Way back there. What what if <laughs> what if you just tweak it a little? It's harmless, and they instead of lifting uh, two hundred pounds can lift two hundred and thirty. They're you know, more just, they're they're closer to a gorilla than a man, but uh, you think you can control them? <laughs> you got to get better scientists. Hey, why are they deciding to ride horses? This is weird. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Wow, I want I, you need to look into that. I want to know more about these enhanced soldiers. Okay, I'll look in. I will. I'll, I'll learn more about that, and uh, you'll learn more about it too. Right after this, Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is pretty interesting. Came across the headline that the French government has voted to allow to allow uh, human augmentation with its military, and we we're kind of joking about what that is and wondering what that is and everything like that. So I started digging into it. It turns out that announcement is a direct 
result of what we were talking about last week, DNI Director Ratcliffe announcing that China is working on what do they call their soldiers? The, the bio something. Well, yeah. I, but they're, it's they're, funny. I was just reading about China, just uh, genetically enhanced soldiers. Yeah, they're yeah. using CRISPR. So that that came out last week that China is trying to create genetically enhanced soldiers that would be bigger, stronger, more durable, blah, blah, blah. And so France and the United States have announced this week that we're loosening the restrictions a little bit on the ethics of augmenting our soldiers in a variety of ways. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's like the old arms race with missiles and nuclear weapons, but it's about... Uh, how far you're willing to go legally. I mean, this is the stuff they're telling us. Who knows what they're willing to do that they don't tell us either here or in China. Right. Um, but uh, the, 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 it's an arms race in the world right now for changing human beings. Fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm reading about this in China, and it's a frustrating article because I, I, I'm saying, like what? Every paragraph, they're like saying, uh, using uh, while the potential of leveraging CRISPR to increase human capabilities remains only a hypothetical, it could unleash terrible potentials. Uh, like what? Yeah, they I, never say. I, I always ask that question whenever I hear these things. Go ahead, run, run through the scenarios for me because my imagination is not good enough. Um, part of it is they're coming up with uh, something that they can put in your brain that'll allow you to control computers through your mind with your mind. That's so you a, don't that, have to carry gear. That's the big. That's the big thing in France. Um. Uh, well, well, yeah. You, you the gear or the gear you carry, you will operate with your mind. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Your, your ability to uh, to to look around, move. You know, in effect, move the cursor around on a computer. You do that with your mind. And you're just scouting out an area with your infrared, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It's going to be straight out of, they mentioned several uh, fantasy movies from Captain America to Universal Soldier to Bloodshot, Enhanced Soldiers. But one prominent Chinese general in 2017 said, quote, Modern biotechnology and its integration with information, nanotechnology, and the cognitive, etc. domains will have revolutionary influences upon weapons and equipment, the combat spaces, the forms of warfare, and military theories. In other words, building super soldiers. And then this one uh, scientist said he's less concerned about the battlefield advantage such research might provide than he is about the consequences of tampering with human genes. When we start playing around with genetic organisms, there could be unforeseen consequences, he said. And they didn't bother to list any. Right. I mean, what, like 15-foot-tall guys that rule the Earth? You can't that, list unforeseen consequences because then they are foreseen. Well, you, you got to give me I an example corrected. of a scary one to make a point. Now, I don't think we're going to do the CRISPR stuff in uh, in, in the real free world. I don't think France is going to do that or the United States. China absolutely is right now. The French armed armed forces augmented soldiers include a whole bunch of different things. Medical treatments, prosthetics, implants that improve physical, cognitive, perceptive, and psychological capacities would allow for location tracking or connectivity with weapon systems and other soldiers. That's the thing implanted in your head. Other possible interventions considered by the um, Ethics Committee include medical treatments that prevent pain, stress, or fatigue. Oh, we got to talk about this more tomorrow. And substances that would improve mental resilience if you were taken prisoner. I need that one. But something that does away with pain or stress or fatigue. Oh, boy. Uh, Many issues there, many issues to discuss. Admit me, chorus to this history. Who, prologue-like, 
your humble patients pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge. The final thoughts. Thank you very of much, Armstrong and Getty. Thank you. I was the second guy to get the uh, the vaccine in Britain, Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, lead us off. Yeah, my w- wife and I got the worst Christmas tree ever. I didn't spend enough. The pine needles are everywhere, and I basically have a stump in my living room and nothing else. I'm I don't even think it's going to make it to Christmas. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a sad Charlie Brownish first Christmas together. <laughs> Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? Yeah, super soldiers, I don't know. Wake me up when they start getting lasers coming out of the eyes. Then I'll start taking it seriously. Eye lasers. Jack, a final thought for the group? So you got some judges, you got some city councils, you got some counties that have all said, wait a second, we're not going to find people, or we're going to open that back up, we've gone too far. I really feel like this week the tide has turned. The backlash, the political backlash has become so strong that people are rethinking things, which I'm glad to hear. Yeah, amen to that. Good to see. I'm wondering if they can use the CRISPR to enhance talk show hosts. So, like, after 9 p.m., my hand couldn't grasp a cocktail glass, and and I just fall unconscious at 10. No matter what I'm doing, what I'm watching, how much fun I'm having. And then I wake up just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Maybe something that could make me talk twice as fast as I do now. More content. (laughs) Fit in even more content. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Yeah, that would make you Ben Shapiro. Uh, So many people to thank. So little time. That little fella talks so fast. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Hotlinks is great. We have our Gavi Award Hall of Fame at armstrongandgetty.com. Good stuff. That little fellow talks so fast. Oh, yes. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase what you're doing? A new study found that taking a walk when it's dark out is good for you. Yeah, the study was sponsored by murderers. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.